Adios. Welcome to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody out there in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David. Today we're coming back with a new fresh word for everybody to listen to. But before we get started, Pastor, how are we doing this evening? Oh, man, I'm ready. You ready to kick it off? Oh, yes, sir. All right. But just if you can give an update, uh, we know we got some family in town. How's oh, that been yes, going? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, grateful to have uh, my son. He's spent uh, a little over six years overseas in uh, Japan, Okinawa, Japan, and also uh, in South Korea in, in service in the military and the Marines. And uh, God has blessed him to finally make it back to this side for good. Um, and uh, he brought his wife back with him. Amen. Uh, wonderful young lady. She's a native of Taiwan and uh, loves the Lord. Oh, my goodness. He uh, he uh, found her in the Pentecostal church over there. <laughs> and because uh, and I told him, I said, man, it, you know, you know, he was dead, da, da, da. I said, look, man, the first things first, do they know and love the Lord? And uh, she she's just a wonderful person and has a real heart for God. And uh, I, I see the Lord doing some things very special with, with their marriage. A lot yeah. of people don't realize uh, marriage is about ministry. Yes. Yeah. I mean, God strategically puts people together for his, for his purposes. Amen. Yeah. We... Uh, we looking at skin tight, and uh, and God is looking at heart right. <laughs> well, no, that's exactly what He did with uh, Eve. I mean, He knew uh, Adam knew He knew He was missing something, mm -hmm. and He gave him exactly what he needed. Yeah, nothing yeah. more, nothing less. Nothing more. And uh, that's a whole other podcast. Though. <laughs> but, uh, yes, it is. That's not our topic for tonight. No, no, because we could, we. I mean, that, that's really easy to talk for a few minutes about that. That's another podcast. <laughs> Amen. So we're going to go ahead and open up in prayer and get this podcast started. Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Father, for all that you have done on this day. Lord, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we just want to make sure that if there's anything that's not right in our heart, to cleanse it, to purify it, Lord. Lord, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a right spirit. We want to bring forth your word today with power, with authority, Lord Jesus, with conviction, Lord, as only you can, and with wisdom. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, um, like I said, I'm ready to go. So I want to talk tonight about uh, uh, don't bleed. Don't bleed. Don't bleed. Don't bleed. So um, I, could, I could start with the scripture first, but I'm not going to. I'm going to start with an example. I used to uh, sell clothes. I worked for uh, a division of Federated Stores. It was a store called, at that time, Moss Brothers. Oh. Uh, Federated is a parent company of Dillard's and some other stores now. But Moss Brothers was a high-end store like Dillard's, and I worked in the uh, 
the men's suit department. So I had to wear a shirt and tie, and I had to look the part. You know, I'm selling clothes, so, you know, nobody wanted to, to buy from someone that couldn't dress. So, That's right. So I had to work on, on and looking like what, you know, they would feel comfortable. Okay, he must know what he's doing, right, by seeing how I put my colors together, et cetera. So I worked at it. One year, during Christmas, uh, someone because they knew I dressed a lot, they decided uh, uh, something that would be a nice gift for me, something that I would really use. They bought me a tie, huh. right? And uh, so I said, okay, it's a nice tie. It was red tie, and you know, of course, with the grays and your blues, uh, you know, red's always uh, black, mm-hmm. get the right shirt, et cetera. It's always gonna look nice. Red ties. It'll pop. Yeah. So I got my little little white shirt, little situation on, sport coat, and I'm at work, right? And man, I'm working, I'm humping, and uh, it, you know I I do uh, about six hours in on an eight hour shift, and I walk past the glass and looked in the mirror. Now, strangely enough, I had been noticing some funny looks from different people, even some of my associates in my department all day. Uh-huh. But, you know, I just thought they were just acting stupid, right? But I, I passed by the glass near the end of my shift, and I looked over. And my white shirt is now pink. Uh-oh. Because during the day, as I was moving around and getting a little heated, I got a little moisture in the shirt, which hit the tie. Uh, and the, and the color out of the tie began to bleed into mm-hmm. the shirt. Yeah, to literally over time, you know. Next thing I know, I got a pink shirt on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, normally, I, I wore uh, pretty good ties, silk. You know, cost a little bit, but counted sure. the aromas and right. But th- this was not a. Uh, a very expensive tie. And, and I'm not knocking the person. I'm grateful for the gift. But that's that's one that you thank them for and, and, and hang it in the closet. Because this thing just, you know, because now I've messed up a very expensive white yeah. shirt. Yeah. And thank God for the, the sport coat being dark. <laughs> so now it's got to go to the cleaners. And, of course, the T-shirt under that, you know, that was a problem. Because it was bleeding all over. Uh-huh. We do that in life uh, much too much. Mm. We, we let, in particular, our emotions, mm-hmm. but sometimes our stinking thinking as well, we, we let uh, our emotions and, and, and some of our not the best thoughts, unwise, bleed over into parts of lives and it causes problems. Everywhere. I mean, it. Uh, well, let's read the scripture, and then uh, I'll go ahead and uh, you know expound a little bit more. So we're going to start in Acts chapter twelve, and uh, we're going to begin in twelve at the twenty-fifth verse. Now, if you're listening, I want you to pay particular attention to a young fellow by the name of John Mark. He's going to be the, the key person in this story. Uh, but, but, but then, Dave, what you want to look at is his interactions 
in particular with the apostle Paul. Mm. Because see, Paul wasn't a guy that let a lot of bleeding go on. No. Yeah. But you'll see that, uh, you know, for a while there, uh, John Mark was, was, not only was he bleeding, but there were other people in relationship with the two of them that let a little bit of bleeding go on as well. Right. And it, uh, it didn't work right uh, for what they were trying to do in the ministry. Okay, so uh, can, can you read that uh, first scripture there? Yep, so in Acts 12, uh, verse 25, And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had completed their service, bringing with them John, whose other name was Mark. Yes. Now, this is the second time that we hear about John Mark. Uh, if, if, you, if you take a look at uh, when Peter was in jail, remember they were praying yeah. all night, and then uh, Peter, the angel, lets him out of jail, and he goes to where they're praying. They were praying at the house of a lady by the name of Mary. John Mark was her son. He went to Mama's house. He went to Mama. So Mama Mary's. So so John Mark was a, a young Christian, and, and he was involved in, in church, being around church people and involved in church stuff. We saw that uh-huh. from the other uh, episode with, with Peter uh, being freed from the prison. So here here now... Uh, we see that uh, they had sent, uh, you know, uh, Paul and Barnabas. They were out doing some spiritual work uh, in in Caesarea, and and now they're headed back to Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and and they they take John Mark with them. Not a problem, okay? Then we see things change in the ministry of Barnabas and and uh, Paul, and 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 see. Some people work good in some seasons of your life, and they mm. don't work good in other seasons of your life. Oh, yeah. But if you get emotionally attached, you'll bring people from one season into another season where they, they really don't belong. Right? And sometimes when I say they don't belong, sometimes that's uh, long term and sometimes that's short term. Yeah, and sometimes we don't know when to to let go certain relationships or when to make a change in a relationship because it it doesn't belong in a, in a particular season. Yeah, because God may be trying to move you on to something else. Yes, because He's already allowed you to get what you needed. Yes, at that point. Yes, and it's time now to take you to a different level. Yes, so that you can get a. A, a better perspective, a different perspective, a different view of God that you didn't see before. You know, uh, 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 one of my former pastors, I can't remember who it was, uh, he was speaking with me about uh, grazing, you know, the, the, grazing the sheep in different pastures. Mm. You know, if you number one, if you get in a particular pasture and eat up all the grass, it's time to go somewhere else because you know they're going to starve. Yeah, they stand around waiting on the grass to grow. Well, it's no different than the children of Israel. They mm-hmm. had to keep God there and just keep them in one spot the whole time. He kept them moving. Yes. Constantly. And then the second thing is, uh, just like we can't eat all bread or we can't eat all uh, uh, sweets or, all, or, or just drink all Kool-Aid, you know, we need vegetables, et cetera. So the, the different pastures, yeah. you get a, a fullness in the feeding. Yeah. 
and 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 I can't get into that. That's another podcast. But <laughs> but if I've seen pastors that all they preach is prophecy or all they teach is prophecy. I've seen uh, other ones that they, they they just want to beat sin in the head. You know, when there are so many other things that that are in the scriptures to equip. And a lot of Christians are sit in a church or sit under a ministry for years, you know, just just eating one thing, eating one thing. You know, and, and the Bible clearly tells us, you know, that uh, an unjust balance is an yes. abomination. That's what I'm talking about. Right? You know, but so you got to know how to, and this kind of goes into what we talked about last time about balance. So you kind of got to know how to keep things balanced, and so that they they do you. Good. They they are positive and and don't and there's not harm done. Okay, so here we are in Acts 13 verse one. It says, "Now there was in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, and it named them Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius, a Cyrene, uh, Matthew, a lifelong friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul." Right. So Barnabas and Saul were part of this group of of uh, teachers and prophets mm-hmm. while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting. The Holy Spirit. Now, notice you don't see John Mark's name mentioned. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So, being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they uh, sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had John to assist them. So God called the two of them, right? There's a season change in their life. They're no longer, you know, in the Jewish area. They're, They're now heading out to other areas. God has called them, anointed them, commissioned, ordained and commissioned them. Uh-huh. But they decide to take John along to assist them. Right? Now, that worked well for a while. But when you go down to verse 13, after they had been on this first missionary journey for a while, it says, Now Paul and his companions set sail from Paphos and came to Perga in Pamphylia. And it says, and John left them and returned to Jerusalem. But they went on from Perga and came to Antioch and Pisidia. Right? So mm-hmm. he, they took him to assist them. He decides to stop assisting them. And go back. He want to go home. Okay, no problem. That's a choice. So, so he goes home. But... They had to continue in the calling and doing what it was that God had them to do. Well, you know, I, you know, right there we see something is wrong because uh, in Acts, uh, God tells them that once you receive the Holy Ghost, that you are to go out into all the land, into mm-hmm. Judea, Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and Samaria, and then to the uttermost parts of the world. Mm-hmm. So and, he, he was already commanded. Yes. And we'll get it back to it in a minute. You mm-hmm. know, why did he go home? Okay. All right. So now we, we, we go over to chapter 15. And if, if you'll follow us uh, down to 
verse 36. And after some days, now they had finished the first missionary journey, uh, and they had returned back to home base. Uh, so if you read 35, it says, but Paul and Barnabas remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with, with many others also. So they did go back to home base mm -hmm. eventually. You know, I mean, sometimes you need to kind of recoup, you know, uh, uh, learn some other things, uh, bring back what you learn on the mission field, teach others, et cetera. But, but that's, that's where they were. They were back at Antioch. 36 says, after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, let us return and visit the brothers in every city where we proclaim the word of the Lord and see how they are. So they, they, Paul is saying it would be wise for us to go back and to visit the places that we spread the gospel, where we started churches, where we uh, brought new Christians into the kingdom. Let's go back and spend some time with them. Great idea. You know, uh, sometimes we, we just drop people, and it's not the best thing. You know, I, uh, it, it's good to, because you got them started. Sometimes they could use just your encouragement. Well, not only that, the old saying, you got to inspect what you expect. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, you got them started. Did you really give them enough to keep it going? Yeah. Okay, so th that was a good idea. But in 37, it says, now Barnabas wanted to take with them John called Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, let's take Mark back to, and he can assist, them, assist us. But Paul thought best not to take with them one who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. He said, uh, we tried that last time, buddy, and he didn't last the whole way. Uh, we, don't need it. we don't need him on the journey with us. Now, what this does not say um, is that Barnabas and uh, Mark had a relationship. Uh, if I'm correct, Mar Mark was a nephew. Now, I don't know whether Bar Barnabas and Mary were brother and sister or cousin or, or what have you, Mm -hmm. But but Mark was a nephew of Barnabas. So it says that there arose a sharp disagreement mm. so that they separated from each other. So so somebody here in this case has let some bleeding take place. Mm -hmm. I mean, God had had this God sent them out, right? He called them and sent them out. That's right. So God knew exactly who he wanted to do what. Exactly. He didn't send uh, Paul and, and Barnabas and Mark. He sent Barnabas and Mark. Now, they got to hear God on who to take with them. Yes. Right? But, but here we find out that, that they're in disagreement. Now, there's only one Holy Ghost. <laughs> so if, if Paul and Barnabas have a different idea about what should happen, Obviously, one out of the two of them ain't listening to God. Yep. They're missing it, right? And yes, I know uh, this is ministry and everybody needs the opportunity and you got to love and forgive. And some places you go, you don't need babies. You know, now sometimes you take young ones 
because you want to give, give them experience and help them to grow. Correct. But but if they ain't ready to to grow at that level, then God knows, and you listen to God, and you don't take them. But but if things like say in Barbara's case, if your if 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 the feelings of this my nephew and why you hating on 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 nephew, you know, no, it ain't about nephew, you know, it, or, or just for the fact that uh, hating on somebody that I chose. Yes. That happens a lot in church. Okay, no, see, you, you just you just don't like him because I picked him. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that happen. Uh, well, you you may pick this one, but I'm picking the next one. It's, and it's like, hold on, dude. I hope God picking every one of them. It's, it's what I hope is really happening. I hope neither one of us is making a choice. I tell people all the time, don't don't make up something. Mm-hmm. God already has a will. He he already. Knows who's anointed and appointed. Discover what he wants. Do that. So Paul is like, he was adamant. He ain't going with me. So it says uh, that Barnabas took Mark with him. And they sailed away to Cyprus. And But Paul chose Silas and departed, having been commended by the brothers to the great. So, so uh, Barnabas takes his nephew who an, another mature man of God has already said, we probably need to leave him home. So Paul knows he doesn't need to go by himself, but he takes Silas and, and, and goes back on the missionary journey. But watch this. Silas had been commended by the brothers. So he, he had already been approved by some other brothers that he And that was Paul's way. Paul didn't just go, even with Timothy, who who became one of his best disciples. He, you know, he knew of, of, of Timothy's mother and grandmother and mm-hmm. all of this. But he, but the other guys that knew Timothy even better said, "Now this is a good fellow to take with you." You know, he's he's ready for more and whatever. Uh, that council of of getting those those wise heads together, uh, even for a, a, a mature man of God like. Paul, he was willing to to listen because he wanted to use wisdom and he wanted to to follow. He didn't let what he thought, he didn't let how he felt emotionally bleed into the situation of of who to choose and how to choose. It was a spiritual situation and he kept it spiritual. And we see that he he took uh, Silas and, and all through Scripture, we see these these two men so I would working probably, together and doing great things in the ministry. I would throw out the question, which road are you looking to take, Barnabas or Paul's? Yeah. How are you making the decision? Are you hearing the Holy Ghost or are you letting, uh, you know, your feelings your and, your, and your emotions and, 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 you know, the way you think, are you letting that bleed into your decision? Your decisions concerning not just the working will of God. We do this with every part of life, you know, but then we complain like our job. Oh, they just playing favorites. You know, she don't have to do her work, but they eat lunch together. So she done gave her the promotion. We, we complain, but, but if we, if you're not careful, eat every one of us can let this bleeding go on. And, and then we find ourselves with a mess. Yes. I mean, that was some serious ministry that that they were doing out there, 
uh, you know, if you remember on that trip, they got to Lystra and they stoned Paul and, and left him for dead. Yes. And, and see, on the second trip, they going back to Lystra again. They don't need anybody that's, you know, not wholehearted with it because if they needed him to assist and he went back home, then, then that made the work harder for them because they didn't have the assistance that they needed. And, and that's why going back, he said, look, we need to take somebody that's going to help us out all the way through. Somebody who knows how to, who understands what it means to count the cost. Yes. Of what it takes to walk uh, in this walk that God has set for you. Yes. And obviously Mark wasn't there yet. It wasn't committed enough. The scripture in Proverbs talks about when you depend on an unfaithful person, it's it's like trying to eat with it's a like a broken tooth and a, a foot out of yeah, joint. Yeah, like trying to eat with a broken tooth and trying to walk with with your foot out of joint. Amen. That's painful. It is. And Amen. You, and you if you can you you can depend on people that will cause you more harm, more pain than than do you good. Yes. And God knows it and he'll tell you to lead those people where where they are. Don't bring those people to this level. That was, when you, when when you guys were shooting marbles in God and doing hopscotch in God, that's fine, you know. But now that you actually been to do you know some serious work in God, you go past Kitty Land, you 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 need the people that's at the level uh, beside you, or or either. Uh, I was talking to a young man earlier tonight. Uh, some some areas of ministry, I can take somebody that's that's not following well and train them how to follow. There are some areas of ministry and some, some uh, missionary journeys or whatever. I can't have that going on. You know, uh, for instance, I may can take you to the Virgin islands mm -hmm. and you know, that's the U S territory and they're, you know, they're, you know, serious Christians, et cetera. And I may be able to take you there and let you cut your teeth on ministry, on uh, missionary work in the Virgin Islands, right? I can't let you cut your teeth in Haiti or Voodoo and some of everything else going on over there. That's that's or, not a or Middle East uh, or the <laughs> Middle East. Yeah, if, if we going somewhere, you know, where the 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 uh, spiritual uh, uh, pressure, the spiritual not resistance. That's the word. Mm -hmm. Where the spiritual resistance is strong, I need I can't take play people over there. Yeah. Yeah, because if I got to cast out a demon, or which I've had to do, you know, or, or if, I, if I'm dealing with, you know, uh, all kind of spiritual forces, you know, uh, I remember being in Haiti one year, and, you know, right before the meeting, here come a, a bunch of uh, voodoo people, you know, walking all around the church, and I don't know what they was doing out there. You know, they didn't throw none of it in the bill, and I went on and preached the word. But, <laughs> but it's it's serious though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So no, no, no. You 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 can't be. You can't let this bleeding go on. So, so let me ask you this, Pastor. So somebody who uh, is young, who's influenced by uh, people who've been uh, uh, in the gospel, you know, a little bit longer. What would be your advice to them? Uh, or what would you say to them to to marks in the current you know the current marks of this day and age? Uh, spend time with God. You 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 got to spend a lot of time with God. You, because you, if a Barnabas comes to them, yes, and they're hungry, 
Yes. And they're, they're thinking this is a great opportunity, and really it may not be. You know, how, how, how should somebody be able to identify, hey, maybe I need to hold up or should I go with Barnabas? Motive. It's a motive. What's your motive? You know, we, we, uh, I mean, I've taken people on missionary trips, uh, and God was trying to help them to grow, and they were trying to have a vacation. You know, well, when we going to get to do this? And it's like, hold on, we're on mission. We're not on vacation. Yeah. I don't know if we ever get to do that. You know, <laughs> like, wait a minute now. We're going to come over here. We're not going to the beach. I'm not here to go to the beach. I know this beach is over here. I've seen pictures or whatever. But right now I'm on mission. You know, I'm over here to, 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 to preach, teach, and, you know, try to win some souls. I'm to get some people delivered to train some people up for the for, for the Lord, and and that's hard, man. Cause like now I done spent my vacation time to come over here to this nice island, and all we gonna do is teach children and do uh, crusades and uh-huh. absolutely, cause we're on mission, not on vacation. So, so I guess going back then, uh, I, I think we would tell them. Count the cost. Count the cost. What's your What's your reason for really going? What's your reason for going? Yeah. And do you know why we're going? Yeah, and, and see, that's a two edged sword. The the person that's leading can't just say, "Well, I like them. I like you know they're good good people." You know, I saw bleeding. No, you know, no. Are they ready for for the work of God? Is God really sending them to do the work with you? And going back to what you were saying about how this happens in ministry, I've seen people get promoted. You know, they get, they, they get oh, no, he needs his license. He needs to be a deacon because me and him tight. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not the way. I mean, if you're having a good relationship, correct. But when I go to Timothy and look at the qualifications, does the, first of all, does that person meet the qualifications? And then even then, is this the right time to, to elevate that person? And, and 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 some people work that that emotional thing, the friendship, and oh, mm-hmm. pastor, you know, you know, I'm a, whatever you need, I'm gonna take care of. Her. No, is it the person that God wants, and and are, is it the time? Uh, are, are they ready? You know, uh, I last story. Well, in, in last scripture, we're gonna close. Uh, I think about how uh, Joshua. You know, sharp man of God, and they were just conquering the world. And there was just one group of people that said, okay, they, they defeating everybody, wiping them out. You know, we, we better figure out a way to make this thing work. So they went and got the oldest clothes they had, the oldest skins they had. They dressed up, threw dirt on them, you know, and they and they walked like five or six miles and said, oh, Okay, are you guys those those people that God with? Uh, oh yes, we we just got delivered from Egypt, and uh, yes, we were headed to the promised. Oh, we've heard great things about you and your God, and it, it took us hundreds of miles to get here. But it, we we wanted to come and be a part of of this fellowship. We we wanted to follow the God that you follow because we know from what we've heard He is the God, right? Mm-hmm. So. They were all impressed by that, right? Impressed, right? Nothing bleeding. <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 tickled their emotions and 
got their head puffed up. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, come be, yeah, our great God we serve. And they let all these people in. Then they find out the people uh, was, was lying to them. The whole deal was a fake news that they were six, seven miles away. And, and, and they said, you know what, let's kill every one of them. They just lied. And God said, nope, you done made them a promise. You fell for it. You made them a promise. You're going to keep your word. But you sure but need to be smarter going forward. So they made them be servants or whatever. And people say, servant or die. I don't have no problem being a servant. But they made a bad decision uh-huh. because they let their 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 being uh, their pride being fed, their their ego being fed. They let that bleed over into making the decision. We do that too much. We do, we do, and 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 kind of just um, going back to what you were talking about uh, when people are elevated mm-hmm. or want to be elevated because of somebody else mm-hmm. there's a danger in that uh, and the Bible clearly tells us that we should not let a novice uh, get those types of positions because what will happen is they'll be lifted up with pride yes and when the pride comes they'll fall right into condemnation yes yes the devil will have a field day with them. You'll bring someone that's vulnerable, and and they and they not only will will hurt themselves, they'll they'll bleed over and hurt you. Yes. At the same time, you you got to make a righteous decision. You got you got to, uh, and this happens all the time. Bleeding is something that, and uh, the, the opposite of bleeding is compartmentalized compartmentalize for instance uh, I, I've had the privilege of doing a lot of, of counseling and sometimes I've, I've counseled I've done as many as five six sessions a day in a, in a day right an hour or about an hour piece or so and all of them are different and some's premarital and they're just you know looking at each other's eyes and you're hoping that you know they don't pick each other's eyes out, you know, next year this time. <laughs> and then some of them, they, they've been married a year or two, and, you know, I got about one more day with, with him, and, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to go home. I, I remember one one afternoon I had a couple come, and the wife had all of her stuff in the car, and if, and if she didn't hear a good reason to go back to the house, she had the stuff in the car so she could keep going down the road. Wow. She, she was done. You know, and they didn't tell me that her stuff was in the car until afterwards. And then I look out and you can't even see the back seat, you know, the windows all because she got all her stuff in the car. Mm. So uh, I can't let one session, what's, what happened there, maybe I have a tough session where they're trying to fight and cussing each other out in my office. Then the next session comes and, and they're getting pre- I can't let the first session bleed over. Right. You know, I got, I, I'm literally opening the door, letting couple one out, uh, or couple three, and letting couple four in. Mm-hmm. But I have to compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. I have to keep the, I can't bleed what experience and emotion. Sometimes we, we, we bring from our jobs that, that the experience, of the, and we bleed over into dealing with our, our family, our spouse, our children. It's almost like just resetting. You have to reset yourself. Yeah. So you, you're looking at everything fresh. 
It's yes, compartmentalized. Put a box around that. Put a bow on it. Put it right here when it's time to deal with that tomorrow at eight o'clock in the morning. Fine, but but right now, I'm home with my wife. I'm home with my kids. They don't need me to to, to bleed. Right now, do sometimes you need to like talk about it or whatever? Yes, but but don't start hollering at the children because you had a bad day on the job with some dumb employees. Don't don't bleed like that. Yes, a lot because. You may do or say something that you can't take back, so you got to be sharp. Uh-huh. You know, and, and this takes discipline and and a whole lot of maturity. And I'm grateful to say, when you look over uh, into Second Timothy, uh, chapter four, beginning at verse nine, and this is Paul's last letter that he ever wrote, uh, and this is a letter that he wrote to to Timothy. And, and, and this is the, the last chapter, and he says this, do your best to come to me soon. For Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. So Demas, had, Demas did some bleeding, and he done hit it. Okay, Crescens has gone to Galatia. Titus to Dalmatia. Luke alone is with me. But but watch what he says here. Get Mark and bring him with you. For he is very useful to me to me for the ministry. So when it was never about Paul didn't like John Mark. But he didn't get emotional about it and, and, and take him at the wrong time. But then in this situation, he isn't emotional about the past, that he can't let the past go and realize that this man has matured and he's very useful. Yeah. And he needs to come. It's the, it's the, you know, the whole story of the Bible, all about reconciliation, coming mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. bringing back to the way it should be. Mm-hmm. And... and we see that very evident here. Um, and a lot of times I think often we as people forget to restore certain things. Yes. And we let past um, hurts or disagreements uh, stay that way. And we'd never reconcile back, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's not what the Bible's about. No, no. And it's you don't you don't let that you reconciliation is stop the bleeding. Correct. Yep. So um, and it's important for all of us to make sure that we are operating. Uh, and, and maybe if this message has touched your heart, you know, you might be in your mind going back and retracing maybe some some marks that you may have gotten out the way or mm-hmm. Barnabas is mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Are you holding against a mark? Mm-hmm. When he left you, and and now he's gotten it right, and wants to wants to reconcile. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we are taking this opportunity to to reconcile back uh, whatever the situation may be in our lives, so that we can walk uh, circumspectly before the Lord. Yeah. Know the seasons, and, yes. and know who God has in your life for for those seasons and for His reason. Amen. Amen. So with that, uh, Pastor, we're going to go ahead and close out. 
We pray that you got something out of this word today. Uh, if you like, sir, can you go ahead and close us out in prayer? God, give us wisdom from heaven above. Bless us with a hearing ear to hear your voice. Cause us to know what you want, who you want, when you want, and how you want. Let all that we do be directed and blessed by you so that your will might be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcast, Google Cast, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.